0: joshua chapters 7 and 8 but the people of israel broke faith in regard to the devoted things of Achan, the son of carmi son of Zabdi, son of zerah of the tribe of judah took some of the devoted things and the anger of the lord burned against the people of israel joshua sent men from jericho to ai which is near beth havan east of bethel and said to them Go up and spy out the land. And the men went up and spied out, i.e., and they returned to Joshua and said to him, Do not have all the people go up, but let about two or three thousand men go up and attack, i.e., do not make the whole people toil up there, for they are few. So about three thousand men went up from there, the people, and they fled before the men of, i.e., and said, And the men of Ai killed about thirty-six of their men and chased them before the gate as far as Shabarim, and struck them at the descent. And the hearts of the people melted and became as water. Then Joshua tore his clothes and fell on the earth on his face before the ark of the Lord until the evening, he and the elders of Israel, and they put dust on their heads. And Joshua said, Alas, O Lord God! Why have you brought this people over the Jordan at all? To give us into the hands of the Amorites? To destroy us? Would that we have been content to dwell beyond the Jordan? O Lord, what can I say when Israel has turned their backs before their enemies? For the Canaanites and all the inhabitants of the land will hear of it and will surround us and cut off our name from the earth. And what will you do for your great name? The Lord said to Joshua, Get up! Why have you fallen on your face? Israel has sinned. They have transgressed my covenant that I committed them. They have taken some of the devoted things. They have stolen and lied and put them among their own belongings. Therefore, the people of Israel cannot stand before their enemies. They turn their backs before their enemies, because they have become devoted for destruction. I will be with you no more, unless you destroy the devoted things from among you. Get up, consecrate the people, and say, Consecrate yourselves for tomorrow. For thus says the Lord, God of Israel, There are devoted things in your midst, O Israel. You cannot stand before your enemies until you take away the devoted things from among you. In the morning there you shall be brought near by your tribes, and the tribes that the Lord takes by lot shall come near by clans. And the clan that the Lord takes shall come near by households, and the household that the Lord takes shall come near man by man. And he who is taken with the devoted things shall be burned with fire, he and all that he has, because he has transgressed the covenant of the Lord, and because he has done an outrageous thing in Israel. So Joshua rose early in the morning and brought Israel near tribe by tribe, and the tribe of Judah was taken. And he brought near the clans of Judah, and the clan of the Zerahites was taken. And he brought near the clan of the Zerahites man by man, and Zabdi was taken. And he brought near his household man by man, and Achan, the son of Carmi, son of Zabdi, son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah, was taken. Then Joshua said to Achan, My son, give glory to the Lord God of Israel, and give praise to him. And tell me now what you have done. Do not hide it from me, and Akan answered Joshua, Truly, I have sinned against the Lord God of Israel, and this is what I did. When I saw among the spoil a beautiful cloak from Shinar, and two hundred shekels of silver, and a bar of gold weighing fifty shekels, then I coveted them and took them. And see, they are hidden in the earth inside my tent, with the silver underneath. So Joshua sent messengers, and they ran to the tent. And behold, it was hidden in his tents with the silver underneath. And they took them out of the tent and brought them to Joshua and to all the people of Israel. And they laid them down before the Lord. And Joshua and all Israel with him took Achan, the son of Zerah, and the silver, and the cloak, and the bar of gold, and his son, and daughters, and his oxen, and donkeys, and sheep, and his tent, and all that he had. And they brought them up to the valley of Achor. And Joshua said, Why did you bring trouble on us? The Lord brings trouble on you today. And all Israel stoned him with stones. They burned them with fire, and stoned him with stones. And they raised over him a great heap of stones that remains to this day. Then the Lord turned from his burning anger. Therefore, to this day, the name of that place is called the Valley of Achor. The Lord said to Joshua, Do not fear and do not be dismayed. Take all the fighting men with you and arise. Go up to see Ai. See, I have given it into your hand, the kings of Ai and his people, his city and his land. And you shall do to Ai and its kings as you did to Jericho and its king. Only its spoil and its livestock you shall take as plunder for yourselves. Lay in ambush against the city behind it. So Joshua and all the fighting men arose to go to Ai, And Joshua chose thirty thousand mighty men of valor and sent them out by night. And he commanded them, Behold, you shall lie in ambush against the city behind it. Do not go very far from the city, but all of you remain ready. And I, all the people who are with me, will approach the city. And when they come out against us just before, we shall flee before them. And they will come out after us until we have drawn them away from the city. For they will say, They are fleeing from us just as before. So we will flee before them. Then you shall rise up from the ambush and seize the city. For the Lord your God will give it into your hand. And as soon as you have taken the city, you shall get the city on fire. You shall do according to the word of the Lord. See, I have commanded you. So Joshua sent them out, and they went to place the ambush, and lay between Bethel and Ai, to the west of Ai. But Joshua spent the night among the people. Joshua arose early in the morning, and mustered the people, and went up he and the elders of Israel before the people to Ai. And all the fighting men were with him, went up, and drew near before the city, and encamped on the north side of Ai, with a ravine between them and Ai. He took about 5,000 men and set them in ambush between Bethel and Ai to the west of the city. So they stationed the forces, the main encampment that was north of the city and its rear guard west of the city. But Joshua spent that night in the valley. And as soon as the king of Ai saw this, he and all the people, the men of the city, hurried and went early to the appointed place toward the Arabah to meet Israel in battle. But he did not know that there was an ambush against him behind the city. And Joshua and all Israel pretended to be beaten before them and fled in the direction of the wilderness. So all the people who were in the city who were called together to pursue them. And as they pursued Joshua, they were drawn away from the city. Not a man was left in Ai or Bethel who did not go out after Israel. They left the city open and pursued Israel. Then the Lord said to Joshua, Stretch out the javelin that is in your hand toward ai for I will give it into your hand. And Joshua stretched out the javelin that was in his hand toward the city. And the men of the ambush rose quickly out of their place, and as soon as he had stretched out his hand, they ran and entered the city and captured it. And they hurried to set the city on fire. So when the men of Ai looked back, behold, the smoke of the city went up to heaven, and they had no power to flee this way or that, for the people who fled to the wilderness turned back against the pursuers. And when Joshua and all Israel saw that the ambush had captured the city, and the smoke of the city went up, then they turned back and struck down the men of Ai. And the others came out from the city against them. So they were in the midst of Israel, some on this side and some on that side. And Israel struck them down, until there was left none that survived or escaped. But the king of Ai they took alive and brought him near to Joshua. When Israel had finished killing all the inhabitants of Ai in the open wilderness, where they pursued them, and all of them to the very last had fallen by the edge of the sword, all Israel returned to Ai and struck it down with the edge of the sword. And all who fell that day, both men and women, were twelve thousand, all the people of A'i. But Joshua did not draw back his hand with which he stretched out the javelin until he had devoted all the inhabitants of A'i to destruction, only the livestock and the spoil of that city Israel as their plunder, according to the word of the Lord that he commanded to Joshua. So Joshua burned A'i and made it forever a heap of ruins, as it is to this day. And he hanged the king of A'i on a tree until evening. And at sunset Joshua commanded that they took his body down from the tree and threw it into the entrance of the gate of the city, and raised over it a great heap of stones, which stands there to this day. At that time Joshua built an altar to the Lord, the God of Israel, on Mount Ebal, just as Moses the servant of the Lord had commanded the people of Israel. As it is written in the Book of the Law of Moses, an altar of uncut stones, upon which no man has wielded an iron tool and they offered on it burnt offerings to the lord and sacrificed peace offerings and there in the presence of the people of israel he wrote on the stones a copy of the law of moses which he had written and all israel Sojourner, as well as native-born, with their elders and officers and their judges, stood on opposite sides of the ark before the Levitical priest who carried the ark of the covenant of the Lord, half of them in front of Mount Gerizim and half of them in front of Mount Ebal, just as Moses, the servant of the Lord, had commanded at first to bless the people of Israel. And afterward, he read all the words of the law, the blessing and the curse, according to all that is written in the book of the law. There was not a word of all that Moses had commanded that Joshua did not read before all the assembly of Israel, and the women, and the little ones, and the sojourners who lived among them. Romans chapter 10. Brothers, my heart desire and prayer to God for them is that they may be saved. For I bear them witness that they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. For being ignorant of the righteousness of God, and seeking to establish their own, they did not submit to God's righteousness. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. Will they call on Him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in Him whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, How beautiful are the feet of those who preach good news! But they have not all obeyed the gospel, for Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed what he has heard from us? So faith comes from hearing, and hearing through the word of Christ. But I ask, Have they not heard? And contrary people. In Romans chapter 10, Paul devotes himself to writing about the need for salvation, but particularly he writes about his earnest heart's desire and prayer that his countrymen would come to be saved. This is where he picks up in Romans 10, verse 1. There is an irony that is present in the fact that Christ becomes both a rock, that is, a stepping stone. For the Gentiles, who did not even seek after God, who come to know Him through faith, and the Jews, who sought God, and instead of Christ being a stepping stone, see Him as a stumbling block. It has been by faith since the very beginning, and that is what Paul stresses as he quotes from Deuteronomy chapter 30, saying that the word is near you, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. This is the message that salvation is available to all. Salvation is available to those that God has called to his saving grace and given them the ability to repent and come to know him and grow in their relationship with him. The call to salvation is not just there for the Christians who are able to experience all of the blessings that come with being a people devoted to God as they were under Joshua and Moses' rule but it is there for all people who by faith believe in God. For the Christian, it's also there that we might pray, that we might earnestly contend that our heart's desire might be that our own countrymen, our own families, our own relatives and friends would come to know Christ. Such an earnest prayer should never be taken for granted by a Christian when we can pray for people Not in the general sense, but in the profound calling out of their name and putting it before the feet of God at the altar, praying that he would come and make it possible that they would come to know him, that Christ would continue to be a stepping stone for those who were far off.